I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is should and anger. Generally, behind most angry emotions is a thought that contains the concept of should. Something like, I shouldn't have to deal with this, or this person should have known better. And these thoughts can be very dangerous. It's not really possible to think these thoughts, give them attention, validate them with belief, and not feel angry. So I'd like you to consider that thoughts like these are really anger pathogens. They're what create anger. The, I, the issue is that when people use the concept of should in this way, they're really using it incorrectly. And that incorrect usage is what contributes to the emotional suffering. The incorrect use of the word should is anything that suggests that reality has a moral or ethical obligation to be anything other than what it actually is. That it has a moral or ethical obligation to be aligned with what they believe reality should be. Thinking in this manner is just asking to be outraged. There's also really no basis for such beliefs. I mean, where is it written that reality must align with our own hopes and desires? However virtuous and noble those hopes and desires might be. That's not really how things work on this planet. Alternatively, a better use of the word should is as a kind of shorthand for given the confluence of factors that are exerting themselves on a given situation, the most likely outcome is. So that's a bit of a mouthful, so I'll say it again. A better use of the word should is as a kind of shorthand for Given the confluence of factors that are exerting themselves on a given situation, the most likely outcome is. So, for example, if I were to go up to the roof of my house and I were to drop a glass bottle from that height, it should break when it hits the ground. That is, due to the force generated by the rapid deceleration when the bottle comes into contact with the ground and the structural integrity of the bonds between the molecules comprising the glass and several other factors, the most likely outcome is that the bottle breaks as a result of that collision. If it breaks, it should have broken. If for some reason it doesn't break, it shouldn't have broken because apparently the forces exerted on that bottle were not sufficient to cause that to happen. Everything is as it should be. So you'll notice, instead of starting with our ideals and trying to impose them on reality and getting angry when there's a lack of alignment between how things are and how we want them to be, we start with reality and allow reality to dictate our models of and beliefs about the way things should be. This attitude is actually very scientific. Rather than attempting to force reality into a pre-existing framework, we can functionally go to reality and say, teach me, help me understand why this happened the way that it did through an examination of the forces that conspired to create this outcome. As surprising or personally distasteful this outcome happens to be for me, teach me. And if I were to continue to stubbornly insist that this shouldn't have happened or people should behave in a certain way, then I'm turning a willfully blind eye to the reasons why reality is the way that it is, which actually robs me of the opportunity to grow into greater alignment with those forces for my own betterment. The more I listen to reality, the more I can build accurate representations of reality with my words and beliefs which in turn will help me stay safe and get what I want moving forward. Hopefully that was helpful. If you have a topic you'd like discussed in a future episode or would like to schedule a consultation, 
please reach out at psychhackspodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk more in future episodes.